0: that there are some people in this world that did not tune in to the Alliance vlog podcast. Shame on you! Shame on you! My oh. name is Ella Indy and I'm one half of the NWA Women's oh. World Tag Team Champion. And I'm Kizzy Page, the other
1: half of the NWA World Women's Tag Team Champion. And you better go listen to the Alliance vlog. Oh. What is it called the podcast? Serious! You're ugly.
2: Serious. You're ugly power approved. All
1: right.
2: So... As we are heading in a new path for the NWA, we are trying to do things a bit differently here at the Alliance blog podcast. And uh, I want to talk about the news and information for this week for the NWA. Uh, it should be pointed out that tickets are still available at nwatix.com for the Southwind pay-per-view. Of course, this is the pay-per-view coming in October. Matches will be announced over the next few weeks on power, but uh, this whole season of power is going to be Leading up to the uh, big pay-per-view that will be taking place in uh, in Columbus, Ohio. And uh, I think you're going to want to get your tickets sooner than later. Uh, They might sell out. Um, uh, The other news that uh, was announced last week uh, is that Velvet Sky will be leaving the NWA. Now, this is... uh, seems like a very amicable departure from the nwa it seems like uh there was no specific reason given for her departure however she did thank mr william patrick corrigan for the opportunity to be a broadcaster for the nwa Uh, she mentioned that she learned so much from joe and tim on commentary Uh, velvet was joined the commentary team uh, after that pandemic pause that we talk about all the time she was the fourth commentator in the lightning one era to uh to host to not host but to be a commentator on the show uh she joined us at the same time with tim storm who uh the pair replaced uh wade barrett who we all know replaced uh jim Cornette. velvet sky uh, also twice hosted her own uh brand specific episodes of nwa power surge under the guise of velvet after dark and Velvet After Dark 2 we last saw Velvet uh, on commentary at the 75th anniversary pay-per-view but she was not at the television tapings uh, as we have noted before Danny Deals Danny Deals has replaced Velvet uh, on commentary so uh, best of luck to Velvet we know that she'll be taking part of the uh, TNA Impact 1000 Uh, so good luck to that Sky Um, In other news, our World Junior Heavyweight Champion had his second title defense this past weekend on the Premier Wrestling Network Wrestling Showcase pay-per-view. As a featured match from the Catalyst Wrestling, which is kind of funny because it was an NWA World uh, Junior Heavyweight Championship match uh, with Darius Carter. Darius Carter and uh, Colby have had quite a rivalry in uh, in Catalyst Wrestling which I believe is uh, based uh, in New York and uh, yeah we, we the last time uh, the last time we saw Kobe defend that title was up against Jack Cartwheel at the seventy second night of the 75th anniversary pay-per-view um, so yeah if you want to still check out that match you can still subscribe to the Premier Wrestling Network and watch the uh The showcase pay-per-view is part of your subscription. Um, You know, another match that's going to be taking part on that to showcase is Matt Cardona defending, or excuse me, challenge Matt Cardona, former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, will be in the ring against Colt Boom Boom Cabana, also former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, to crown the first ever Pro Wrestling Network World Champion. Uh, This match could have implications for the streaming network as well as uh, the wrestler who wins that title. I would imagine we get a lot more opportunities going forward. Um, With regards to who we're going to spend a lot of time speaking about today, EC3. Um, It was announced last Friday that EC3 would have to back out of his upcoming Uh, matchup for Devotion Championship Wrestling. Uh, Now, originally when EC3 was booked to appear at the Salt Lake City promotion, uh, he was supposed to be defending his NWA National Championship against Manny Lemons. However, we all know that the title was uh, surrendered to William Patrick Corgan Ahead of the 75th anniversary show so that he could challenge Tyrus for that 10 pounds of gold. Uh, Being successful in defeating Tyrus and sending him into retirement. Uh, EC3 is literally making defenses all across the country. We know that uh, he was initially supposed to be in, in like uh, we said, Salt Lake City, Utah. He also uh, has upcoming title defenses in uh in ohio and in new york or no excuse me in new jersey so uh the champ will be busy but he has to back out of this particular matchup and uh says that if he's still champion uh in december that that match will take place uh in december in the meantime um former national champion uh chris adonis will be on the card and uh Kenny King from Impact Wrestling is supposed to be taking uh, the spot for EC3. So uh, make sure you stay tuned to that. Now, uh, Devotion Championship Wrestling also airs on YouTube and on Fight. So that pay-per-view will probably be available on Fight. You'll see the 10 pounds of gold defended at their 5th anniversary show. Uh, should be noted that Poil Del Mar was a special guest to uh, Busted Open on uh, Sirius XM's Fight Nation. Uh, She was joined by uh, Hall of Fame broadcaster Dave LaGreca and former NWA Women's World Champion Thunder Rosa. Uh... The show airs normally Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to noon on the East Coast, but it is available via iTunes or Spotify. Uh, if you want to check it out, you certainly can. Uh, there was a great segment early in the morning when Billy Silas Mason, the former uh, love interest of Poyle Lamar called in and uh, it was a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. And uh, lastly... Uh, that I wanted to speak about before we get into the rest of the show is The Faction is No More. Now, we don't typically talk about Ohio Valley wrestling here on this podcast, but because our world's heavyweight champion, EC3, uh, does uh, moonlight with the Ohio Valley promotion, we should acknowledge that uh, The Faction, known as The Faction, has broken up. Um, the Faction, a group of wrestlers that were made up of Joe Mack, Certified Luke Curtis, Shannon the Dude, Mahaba, I'm gonna butcher that one, aren't I? Mahabali, Mahabali Shura, and Mr. Pectacular Jesse Godders, along with EC3, uh, was that group. Now, uh, Mr. Pectacular is your current Ohio Valley national champion. Uh, Following a video package from his auntie Dixie, EC3 rechristened the group the Overman and dispatched Godders out of the group. Uh, over the years, Goddard has made overtures to the NWA. Um, uh, it was just last year that he had challenged Chris Adonis for the NWA National Heavyweight Championship. And then uh, the year before, defended his Ohio Valley National Championship against the Pope, who was just coming off of losing his NWA TV title back in 2021. Ohio Valley has gained quite a bit of notoriety over the past few weeks, as it has been announced that they will be releasing a docu series through Netflix. Uh, and Ohio Valley will be doing TV tapings. They did a taping uh, this past Saturday, Hard Reset at the Davis Arena, um, which featured EC3 uh, taking on Jesse Goddard. So if you would like to see more of that, again, check out their uh, YouTube channel. And uh, with that being said, we're going to talk more about EC3 and the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion after this. times are tough now guys and it's no joke out here that's why i'm very proud to be partnering with the upside app they're leveling the playing field guys they're giving you opportunities to earn cash back on on purchases for groceries purchases for gasoline purchases for food these are the things we all spend our money on all the time i believe in upside i use upside weekly my lifetime earnings is over $408. And you too can be earning cash back on your Phillips, your groceries, or your eating out experiences just by signing up. And it's free. By using my invite code, J-A-S-O-N 75338, that's Jason 753338, you'll earn $5 cash back on your first Use the link in the video description or download the app, but make sure you use that invite code J-A-S-O-N 75-33-38 and make money by using the Upside app.
0: Cool. Um, How about the fact that the NWA champion EC3 actually said that the Punk will be welcome in the NWA locker room because it's more professional. I, Speaking of the NWA World Heavyweight Champion... He it's a new era right now in the NWA. There, I got my transition. I've been waiting to say,
2: you beautiful, you did it very well. And let's and and can we just take a minute to acknowledge this? I said it in the Discord. Um, Our pals at the other alliance guys said it, but I want to re-emphasize it just for clarity. CM, excuse me, not CM. geez, I got him on the on the brain. Our guy EC3. By the time Sam Hayne, no Sal Win comes to fruition when that pay-per-view airs on October the 28th in Cleveland, Ohio, our guy EC3 will have over four title defenses. Do you guys remember how many title defenses Tyrus had leading up to the 75th anniversary show?
0: We're talking the NWA, not the Golden Corral Championship,
2: right? Yes, yes. Four, right? Rolando, Cardona, Daga, Chris Adonis, four defenses before he lost the title to EC3. Both and the in one month or two months' time, EC3 will have four defenses before that pay-per-view. That, to me, if, if you take nothing else from this new era of the NWA, we have a world champion who is doing what a world champion supposed to do. He's out there taking the belt on the road. God damn it, it's so it's so uh, gratifying that I get to say that we have a world's heavyweight champion who's going to defend that title outside of the NWA, who's going to take that belt anywhere he can. Rawway, New Jersey. He's taking it to uh uh Wilkes I think it's Wilkes Wilkesboro, uh Ohio. He's he's going to take the title with him when he's in Iowa, although he's not defending Ohio. it
0: there. Isn't Wilkesboro in Pennsylvania?
2: Uh maybe it's a different city. I, I could look it up. I will look it up. You guys make me do these things. I have to do it now.
0: Um did you your prep work, you wouldn't have to. Well
2: okay. I I didn't I didn't really count on that. Uh Berg. Uh uh where is it? Um the Battle of the Berg. What city is that? Williamsburg, excuse me. Williamsburg. I apologize.
0: That's not uh, in Virginia. <laughs>
2: Huh? No, th- this one is definitely Ohio. I have it. I'm looking at the the right now. At Williamsburg, Ohio, at the Williamsburg High School, EC3 defends against Lord Crew. The Battle of the Bird for Spot Monkey Promotions, September 23rd. Um, if you guys know who Lord Crew is, like maybe he's not on the radar, but that's a big guy. This just doesn't feel like it. Doesn't feel like he's fighting Rolando here for that title. He's he's legitimately wrestling a a good pro wrestler, in my opinion. I see this as such a positive. If if nothing else changed about the NWA, if everything booking wise stayed the same, if they stayed on YouTube, if nothing else changed for the NWA, you have a world champion who's going out to defend the title, and to me, that's a huge positive.
1: Agree? It- disagree? I agree. No, I mean, uh, I agree. I think. I think there's a potential here to, <laughs> to misquote uh, Mister Three, to reset the narrative.
2: Ooh, love it.
1: I think I think there's an opportunity here to re reestablish what the NWA World Championship's all about, and uh, I think kind of got lost with the pandemic and then when all this came back he didn't defend it much trevor murdoch doesn't wrestle a lot so he didn't defend it much uh you did have la rebellion
2: defending the tag titles a lot sorry i know you're talking about world champions
1: yeah uh you know uh scion defended the national championship a lot at first uh Camille was defending the women's championship a lot. Uh, Even Kerry Martin was defending the junior heavyweight championship a lot. So, but you know what? Those aren't your world titles. They they are world titles, but they're not your world title. They're not your face. Who's the face? And so I think that was... I think that was one of the keys there. So, thumbs up, yeah, <laughs> from Claire. Claire, yeah. thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, of course it was Claire. We need two more, Claire. That you know, one. There, there you two. go, thumbs up, Claire. Okay, enough. Cactus oh, Claire.
2: Yeah, right. Claire.
1: Bang bang. Anyway, you got to be fair to Claire. Exactly. Uh what are we talking about? Does it matter anymore? No, no. Uh, your world, you know, the face, your world champion needs to be out there because, you know, again, they're calling it 10 pounds of go. Joe Galley, stop calling it Sweet Charlotte. And uh, he hasn't called it that in a while. He did once over the weekend or something. Oh, he <laughs> did? Yes. He he said it once and annoyed me. And I wanted to hunt him down and beat him with a stick. And
0: they uh, should change the name to Beautiful Bobby.
1: <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know, that's, that's what you're basing your marketing on is the 10 pounds of gold. Yes. So, you know, that's what needs to be going everywhere. That's what needs to be showing up on the things. That's what's make, that is what's distinguishing it from the promotional titles and why it's a world's title because it's going everywhere, and that's, you know, and let's be honest, even back in the day when it went everywhere, primarily went around the United States, a little bit in Canada, a little bit in the Caribbean and a lot in Japan. Yeah, you know, go to Japan, went a couple of times to Australia, but, my, you know,
2: still part of the world. I don't need EC3 to go to China, right? I don't need EC3 to to have a, an Eng, a long A series of title defenses in the UK, or even needs to go to Australia. But if I can get EC3 to defend that 10 pounds of gold a couple times a month on non NWA events, I feel like he's doing his job. Right. And uh, who knows what next year will bring. I mean, obviously we're, we still have three more months of this year uh, before we're, you know, we're talking about 2024, but you know, in 2023, we saw the NWA have matches in Australia, Mexico, we had uh, uh NWA champions defend all over the world. What will 2024 bring? And and you know, my man James just said the EC3 crusade. I, I don't even need all that. I just need the guy to, to, to keep doing what he's doing already on his first you know week on the job. Because literally it's been a week. Uh, you know, uh there'll you'll see some things on power. The champion is well represented, and um
1: they brought back the old belt.
2: Yeah, but um,
1: they, so they brought back the oldest belt.
2: <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the um, let's talk about power. Okay,
1: okay. power, <laughs>
2: power. Okay, um, power. so the fact that I was there live uh, certainly, um, to me, I, I had a lot of positive feelings there. Uh, I read somewhere on, a, on somebody's article about the new NWA, somebody said that there was literally uh, they were cheer, um, coaching the fans to cheer and boo for certain segments. I can tell you with no, no uh, disregard at all, there was no one telling anybody to cheer or boo for anything. Now, they asked us to be vocal. I've, every televised wrestling show I've been to, they've asked me to be vocal. Um, But there was no like, boo this guy, cheer this guy, chant this. No, no. It was literally uh, Kyle Davis said, we don't care who you cheer for. Just be loud about it. That's all they asked. And so the fans took that direction and ran with it. Um, I know DCam, your biggest disappointment was the lack of fans. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah. uh, I don't like there not being a crowd. Now there is a crowd. And it's on one side of the ring and all the cameras are set up to shoot away from it. So you never see the crowd. And I think that's part of what gives you that sensation. Well, you know, is it real? Is it not real? Is it, you know, back in the day, you could sit there and watch them sit on their hands or watch them stand up and cheer. And so you, you could see how the crowd was reacting. And to be honest, that can feed a person who's watching on the show too, you know, who's watching the show to get into it. And so this was more like going back to the pandemic of an empty arena type thing. Or uh, before we got on, I think Jaden was comparing it to AWA when, you know, they couldn't draw a crowd to save their life. So they started doing, doing things and, and Warehouse, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, I really, it really bothered me that, you know, I couldn't see if there was five people there, 50 people there, 300 people there. It was just, I mean, as, as far as I'm concerned, watching today's show, nobody was there, but They had a couple of people, you know, staff and family members standing off to the side, cheering and booing, maybe when told.
0: The WTBS, though, was in front of the camera. You can still see them.
1: Yeah,
2: I I, I do hear what you're saying, and I do – you're right. We were put put on the same level as the hard cam. So, like, the hard cam is – I was sitting right next to the hard cam all night and uh there was you know three or four rows ahead of me it it wasn't it wasn't like a sellout show even though they sold out but it there was a it was well attended but it wasn't like you said it was like 100 150 people maybe um but to your point yeah like the camera you know when it did pan, it panned very quickly. It was not about the audience. It was not about the look of the audience. It was all about what was happening inside the ring. That could be a good thing. That could be a bad thing. Uh, DK didn't like it. Jaden, uh, seeing the fans in question, would that have been? Oh, never mind, Jaden. Um, to me, I, I kind of agree with you, DK. I think it would have uh, been a little bit more significant to see the fans. Now, I, I look back. I think back to the old. Um, Georgia Public Broadcasting Studios, and I, I, I agree. The fans were s- similarly on one side of the venue, but the camera did pan to the audience. You would see the the guys holding. Well, but the they were cameras. on the
1: opposite side. Yeah. So the camera looked at the ring and then passed the ring with the crowd.
2: And uh, so, our boy Fuzz agrees with you. He says, "Yeah, the uh, lack of." Uh, he agrees with you with the lack of the crowds. He said you could hear them mic'd at least i don't even think we were mic'd to be honest that was a loud crowd for 150 people they were loud and they were into it and uh, again you know we saw not that he's the barometer of of interest but santa Volve came back santa Volve left the nwa uh going to the live events and he used to go all the way to the atlanta shows he stopped going because he wasn't a fan of tyrus and he showed up because tyrus is gone and i even asked him when i saw him i said hey man where you been and he says man i'm not a tires fan and if 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 tires was still champion the nwa would have got my money but i wouldn't have been here
1: so, yeah but uh I, i'm going to agree with you that the crowd wasn't mic'd because quite honestly you saying there's 150 people there being loud but watching it on tv and listening i would have told you 20 really yeah i mean it didn't sound that loud to me. It didn't sound uh, like there was a hundred people there, and so there's a volume button on your TV remote. You just got to turn it up a little bit. I could hear the announcers, I could <laughs> hear the interviews, I could hear the wrestlers in the ring, but no, the the lack of the crowd. And I think the part that made it even sadder was because it was such a cool setup but it was so empty looking. I mean, they shoot, you know, they had the guys up on the platforms. And so the one guy shooting from the one angle and there's uh galley and Danny deals you got to see. And then the guy shooting from the other angle and you could see Kyle Davis at his platform and, but you never saw a crowd.
2: And the thing about it too, like um, if I'm, if my memory serves me correctly, there were two cameras on the, uh, you know, on the fan side shooting into the ring. There was the hard cam. There was two guys holding cameras. And then there was the jib ahead of uh, above us. So there was like, I don't know, that sounds like five, five lenses on the wrestling and not one of them in the audience. So that, I mean, you're, you're bringing up a good point. And when you said it seemed empty yeah i got that too and what my first instinct and i I put this in the discord and and tim repeated it when i was watching the show it did feel very sterile like 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 you said it did feel very empty ish um one thing that i also thought was that it kind of looked like a game show uh especially with the graphics and the way that the the ring went down and the lighting it reminded me of who wants to be a millionaire or the, the weakest link. And it just like it, the, even the cuts felt very reality TV based, which is kind of weird because we've heard recently uh, through social media that Anthony uh, Anderson on his way out the door spilled the beans about a potential reality show that's being filmed. I don't know. I don't have any answers for that, but I mean, that was out on
1: social media. There are been rumors. If you guys are, not, we're not going to talk about it here, but if you guys are interested, just, you know, Google are some rumors about what's going on. Um, real quick, Matthew Underwood asked, speaking
2: of announcers, so is Deals not managing the uh, Southern Six this season because of commentating? I, I don't think he's technically a manager for the Southern Six. I think he's a manager for Alex Taylor, and I think when he's with the other two that he's not – he's not with them. I don't know. They haven't really clearly defined the Southern six, except for we know that they don't do jobs in Nashville. Um, but I get going back to my notes. I did feel like it was a very cool opening segment. I'm glad that the NWA acknowledged that it was time for a change. And with the upgrades to the production in the studio, it really felt like the product had evolved. Um, we'll have to wait and see if the feel of the matches matches the new look. But, um, what I did have a problem with right away was that opening segment um, basically contained the same footage for the uh, opening of the show, which felt very lazy. Like, come on, guys, you couldn't have done like it, it was the same exact footage. Like, wait a minute. Um, did either of you guys get that feeling, Jaden?
0: I don't honestly remember. I did like I remember the. I like the song they chose for the opening. I forget what it is off the top of my head now. That's
2: the song that they... Oh, oh yeah, you're right, yeah. be right back.
0: Okay. I did like the song that they chose for the opening. I thought that was great in the way it was. It brought out the package. It had a good feel to it. Um, I did like the opening video, but I really don't think I paid much attention, really, honestly, to it. Because I was trying to wait to get to the wrestling part of it to see how that is. You can give all the bells and whistles... You could polish a turd so much, but it's still a turd, and that's what I was afraid was going to happen. So that's what I was waiting to get to. I didn't have a lot of uh, hope, let's say, even though Jay tried to hunt me on it.
1: Uh, I listened to the beginning because I wanted to hear what they had to say. You know, about how things were going to be different or whatever. You know, they did bring up that eight titles had changed hands and stuff like that. Uh, unfortunately I didn't pay a whole lot of attention then to the intro so if you're sh- sure they use some of the same video mm-hmm. or maybe it was the exact same video I don't know I didn't like I said I just didn't I wasn't paying close enough attention to that because it was just like the intro and I didn't care you know that's that's why those buttons have the, you know skip intro thing when you're watching shows uh,
2: what did you think of the um... The pre-taped entrances to the ring. Hated it. DK?
1: Yeah, no. Don't do
2: that. The one thing that I felt like that might have been good for is saving time when you're actually shooting the wrestling. But, like, uh, it just didn't feel like it connected right. Like, that's how I felt. And, again, gave it a very game show format to me, like, reality show, like, Again, like I thought, uh, you know, they're gonna go in the kitchen and cook something for dinner or something. I don't know. It just it felt very disconnected to me.
1: Well, it didn't fit Um, together. That's that's the way I was kind of.
0: Yeah. Also, your ring introduction, your walk to your ring is your chance to get yourself over intimately to the crowd. That's what your entrance is for. What your song is for. What your. Movements, whatever you do to differentiate yourself, is what that te- that few seconds of that ring introduction. That's why I always used to argue. Like, I'm like somebody would pick a song, and I'm like, it's a stupid song. I'm like, yeah, but it gets me pumped up. Yeah, well then you're a moron because it has nothing to do with you. That's your ch- that's the chance to get the audience. If that song if that song cannot connect to the audience, then you're just wasting that five to thirty seconds for your intro. I mean, Iron Chef NWA, they love it.
1: When I first, first heard music, I mean, in wrestling, I actually first heard it for Leroy Brown because the Freebirds were already split up for the first time when I really started watching wrestling. But you would get that, you know, that music would hit, and then when the Freebirds got back together and they were uh, a face team when they got back together, and you hear that, you know, that initial, you know, strum and sound of Freebird and things like that. Yeah, that's what that's what gets you. That's what hooks you. And again, so they're kind of entering in this pre-tape thing. And we don't get to see, because of the cameras again, we don't get to see any crowd reactions. And everything, it just... It didn't work for me. I mean, I feel like this is the type of thing that you know. You know, why am I the only one now on camera? And so,
2: my three charged batteries are no longer charged. So it's all about you, buddy. No, oh. you're look. You're the new face of the show, man. Watch this.
1: That's ten show. pounds
0: of VKM or er.
1: ten pounds. <laughs> yeah, uh, two two hundred and. 13 pounds of DKM, which is down from 225. So, you know, hey. Good job.
0: Uh DK's is a cruiserweight. Or at least an NWA junior heavyweight.
1: I'm a junior heavyweight now. But, and again, I think it's where it hurts, where you don't have the crowd, you have these pre-tape things, and so you don't get the interaction that you want to get. And, you know, like, look, I know back in the Georgia mm-hmm. studio days, they didn't necessarily... Uh, go around the ring and shake hands or something like that. But they at least entered pretty close to where the crowd was. And you got to see them, you you know, the crowd react to them and everything. And the heels and the faces entered on different sides and everything. Now it's just weird. I don't like it. I don't like it. No, sir. I don't like it. I don't like it. You only have to teach my kid count 21, because that's all the chickens that will fit in the coop.
0: Pens have pop cards.
1: <laughs> so card uh, okay, I see what you're saying. Space that runs the place. Okay, that did it. And, anyway.
0: That's actually the best you both looked in a long time.
1: Uh, we saw why you keep your Face in earlier so
0: yeah I'm too pretty I make you I really bring you guys down when I they see me yeah why are you muting us
1: <laughs> you doing Jay
0: maybe he's trying to get himself unmuted I don't know
1: I don't know what he's doing Jay's, Jay's lost his mind uh and since we're not hearing from him, maybe he is muted. Oh, interesting. I was muted. Jesus. <laughs> I, <laughs> I kept trying to mute you guys.
2: Was going to help the show. <laughs> I kept muting you guys because I'm like, you're talking over me. Jesus. All right. Uh, real quick, uh, John says I was watching the last Derby City for a little bit, and half the show was just shots of the kids in the crowd cheering. Jaden, do you feel like seeing stuff like that helps the show? And I mean, oh hell yeah. Time? Okay.
0: Oh, hell yeah. When Dog had this one event, I remember watching the videotape. Or actually, it was probably the DVD. But um, there was these two little twin girls, and one of them was on a crutch. And I could see them jumping up and down with absolute excitement when some of their favorite wrestlers were doing their st- thing inside the, that at Clayton, New Jersey.
2: Dave and Ball. it
0: was... It, no, it was definitely not Dave Doll. Nobody <laughs> cheers for Dave Doll.
2: I did once.
0: But, yes, and look what happened to you. Tamar- you got chastised. But uh, anyway, yeah, the energy, just watching these these kids just go nuts at everything and the crowd going crazy. It really does. For throwing babies in the air, it really does um, give you something that you do not have with the NWA right now. I like the Iron Chef thing. Iron Chef and National
1: Wrestling Alliance. Have you ever gone to like a movie on like a Friday night, or maybe later on a Saturday. And what are you doing now? Just it's something to look at, other other than like a little boxes. Okay. <laughs> and it's well, you're confusing me. <laughs> That's easy to do.
0: Okay, you uh, change your icon while you're at it. But go ahead.
1: No. Uh. So anyway. Yeah, all that did was enlarge the screen. Uh, All right, so
0: finish your thoughts, sir. <laughs> I'm no, to I like,
1: basically gotta get me right now. <laughs> uh whatever like so yell at ever, it. Have you ever been to a movie on Friday night or Saturday night where you know where the crowds you know the later movies where the maybe the crowd's a little bit rowdier and you know they're reacting to things on the screen and you know, maybe they if it's an action thing, maybe they're you know reacting when the good guy does something or booing when the bad guy does something or, you know, whatever. And you sit there and you go, Oh man, that movie was great. And then, you know, now six weeks later, but at the time it might be six months or so before it came out on TV or HBO or something or DVD and you're can't wait to go see that show again because it was so good and you turn it on and you're watching it and you go, God, this sucks. Because the crowd isn't there to hype you up.
0: The perfect example of that when you're saying, DK, is The Rock versus Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania. Yes. The, the crowd, one billion percent, made that match. If you actually watch it in silence, it's not even entertaining.
1: <laughs> no.
0: But if you watch the crowd and listen to them that crowd made that match. And that's exactly what it is. It's the same thing for going to a sports bar to watch a really good sporting event. Yes, there's alcohol involved and that makes everything better. But I've been to, I've watched UFC fights where I'm watching it and I'm like paying attention to the, to the to the athletics and I'm paying attention to the, the skill. But then when I'm watching it in, in like a, uh, A sports bar or something like that and i watch it i'm watching it for the excitement and the energy it is a completely different thing
2: thank you for tuning in to the alliance blog podcast a presentation of alliance-wrestling.com the premier source for news and information for the national wrestling alliance would you consider subscribing so you never miss a new episode You can follow us on all social media at The Alliance Blog. And we stream live on Twitch, Kick, and YouTube every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, 5 p.m., 6 p.m., and 8 p.m. Eastern at The Alliance Blog. Until then, we are The Alliance.